Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The 11 to 1 Show. From women throwing their underwear at rock stars to mobile phones and now ashes of the dead being hurled on stage. You're going to hear how one iconic singer handled that after a little respect. Erasure. Erasure. A little respect. Sinead Brazel with you. 11 to 1. You can get in touch 086 1800 658. What is with all these stories of fans throwing random stuff at concerts. Now, last week it was reported that singer Bay Brexa had a fan throw a mobile phone at her. I mean, why would you want to do that? She was really injured, like she had stitches and everything and very heavy bruising. This has to take the biscuit though. Iconic singer Pink was thrown ashes. Like dead person was thrown at Pink, essentially, at a at her concert recently at Hyde Park, and ever the pro, she just sort of got on with it. Here is a little snippet of the moment that it happened. She's literally like, is this your mom? Like, what are you doing? This little bag of ashes was flung up on stage at her. And fair play to her. She seemed to have a bit of a sense of humour, although she did look a little bit disturbed by the whole thing. She kind of dropped it back down on the ground. Um, now, look, maybe the fan um, who threw it up, maybe their mom was a huge pink fan and this was a big moment. But I don't know. What is with throwing random objects up at uh, concerts I just don't understand so, stuff like this have long happened okay you know Tom Jones back in the day people like that underwear you know was thrown up on the stage and fair play to Tom Jones because he sort of used to make it part of the act you know David Bowie was apparently uh, pretty much hurled a lollipop was hurled at him in a Norway show a lollipop a bit random as well um, but apparently uh, these things are happening more often. So celebrities like Doja Cat, Olivia Rodriguez and Billie Eilish have taken fans' phones, they've asked kind of to take the phones, and filmed a video mid-show and then given the phones back to the owners. So this is, you know, obviously they people want to go viral with this. So impatient fans are flinging their iPhones in the hopes that their singer will leave them a little gift. So 
maybe kind of the artists adding to that wasn't the best idea. But now, you know, you have an artist that like obviously didn't intend to do that. And, you know, a phone is being hurled. And what happens? The person that hit uh, uh, Babe Raxa apparently was just like, oh, you know, I uh, thought it'd be funny. I thought it would be funny. Like, I don't, you know, you see, he's dining out now maybe on his five seconds of fame and this is maybe part of it. Uh, but it did get me sort of thinking about this, you know, uh, people and what they throw up. I mean, never would I, I wouldn't throw anything now that would like harm or damage. So I'd be afraid as well that like, imagine if you even threw something like that was fairly soft, like something, I don't know, like the underwear, let's say. I'd just be like mortified if the underwear that I then threw completely threw the artist off their performance and like you know what if they stopped the show and gave out to you or something like that Kanye West style he did that in Dublin when someone threw a coin a couple of coins up on the stage he was like very annoyed about that you know but this is the thing it seems to be a trend a dangerous trend that is catching on I'm not sure it's the best thing Um, the Irish Times actually have a feature on it as uh, 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 today at the moment, and they say uh, uh, they talk to a crowd safety manager. He says the apparent increase in people getting out of their post lockdown, you know, aggression. He says we knew that crowds were going to be more rambunctious, disorderly, and energetic after people came out of being cooped up. So when the crowds get rowdy, people can feel anonymous. That leads them to doing quite antisocial, dangerous things. So yeah, apparently though, fans are not the only people who throw things into the crowd. Singers do it. Beyonce sunglasses into the crowd on her Renaissance tour. Uh, Chris Brown invited a a fan on stage for a lap dance. Then he grabbed her phone and hurled it into the crowd uh, because he was annoyed with her constant filming. (laughs) Go figure. Uh, Axel Rose said he would stop his decades-long tradition of throwing his mic into the crowd after an Australian woman suffered a black eye and busted nose when it hit her in the face. Well, uh, yeah, that's crazy stuff. And of course, you know, artists used to throw guitars, bottles, that sort of stuff. So, you know, it's a bit of a two-way street, mate. Maybe. Maybe they kind of brought some of this on themselves, but it's a bit of a mad one. Wondering what you think of this. Have you ever experienced something like this where you've been at a concert and someone's just hurled something random at the artist? What do you feel about it? 86 658 There's Codeline with the one. Some mess is trickling in on 086 1800 658 about things that fans throw up on stage. And I found a list of the strangest things from live chickens to tampons on this list. Going to bring you that after these. The 11 to 1 show. I saw a fan throw a pint of milk on stage once. Okay, random. We're talking about random things that people seem to throw at concerts up on the stage on 086-1800-658. This is on the back of, well, there's kind of been a bit of a trend lately with a mobile phone hitting an artist in the face and now pink was hurled somebody's mother's dead ashes up on the stage. It's definitely people... Uh, that want to go have have that viral moment says another so stupid yeah it does it seems to be a viral thing isn't it uh, somebody else saying what about just mobile phone use in general at concerts just stop them you know altogether uh, most of the older crowd at Blur at the show at Malahide um, last weekend didn't have them up and it was quite refreshing to see 
Yes. Yes, I was blur. Oh, I'd say blur was brilliant in um, Malahide. Absolute class. Um, yeah, I'd say that's true, actually. You'd have kind of a maybe an older crowd, wouldn't you, at Blur who didn't have the mobile phones up? Yes, and there was trials on that, wasn't there? In terms of leaving your mobile phone at home or outside of concerts, they were kind of banning mobile phone use. Remember people asking Dickie Rock to spit on them is another message. <laughs> well, I don't remember that, but I have heard of this, you know. Yeah, I did hear that phrase before. Um, what are the strangest things that I've come across? Everything from a live chicken to some tampons here. Alice Cooper uh, was thrown a chicken. Yeah, uh, you might have heard that he killed a chicken, but no, no, no. He says, while we were on, somebody from the audience threw a chicken on stage. I am not a farm kid. I'm from Detroit. So I figured a chicken had wings. It'll fly away. No, it went into the audience. Blood everywhere. Oh, we mentioned David Bowie and the lollipop. He was hitting the eye with a lollipop while playing a show in Oslo. Uh, yeah. And uh, he joked that at least it was his bad eye uh, at the time as well. Um, also, what have we got? Oh, yeah. Smash Mate. Our, um, Friday Floor Filler song from a couple of weeks ago. Loads of bread randomly ended up flying on stage. Apparently the bread was being handed out to music lovers at the Taste of Fort Collins Festival in Colorado. They decided to throw it up at the uh, singer. He was not impressed. Apparently he was went on a bit of an expletive filled tirade. Cher Lloyd, remember her? The little, um, the, the I'm going to say mini Cheryl Cole uh, lookalike from uh, X Factor a couple of years ago. She um, was hit, uh, she, or she hit the brakes of her uh, festival performance because uh, she kept being being hit by bottles full of urine. Now that's disgusting. And One Direction uh, have been thrown uh, tampons. Yeah, apparently Harry Styles received a little more love than he hoped for when he was pelted with tampons while on stage in 2012. The message this fan was trying to get across is a little cryptic. <laughs> yeah. Not, uh, yeah, not the best thing to be, are they? I don't even want to know anything more about it. And of course, we all know the infamous live bat, uh, Ozzy Osbourne. Um, it was infamous for biting off the head of a live bat that a fan threw on stage. Uh, however, he believed that the, the bat was rubber. Uh, this is the thing. I don't know. I think this has kind of maybe like gone into urban legend territory now at this stage. I'd say that's a bit now, this far-fetched. Lady Gaga was flung sausages on the stage. Well, look, she did wear a raw meat dress. So maybe, you know, what the, you know. But apparently she powered through, unfazed by the whole thing. Amazing. You see, this is the thing. Artists that just carry on and just don't even react are brilliant with regards to some of this stuff. But yeah, crazy, crazy fans doing crazy, crazy things. Now, speaking of crazy, and this might be for the Barbie fans out there. Barbie fans, you can actually rent and stay the night in Barbie's Malibu Dreamhouse. I kid you not, I came across this this morning and I'm going to tell you more about it after Dua Lipa. Here's her track actually from the new Barbie album, Dance the Night. I am so excited. Put it in your diaries. July 21st. That is when the Barbie movie is going to be coming out. That track, Dua Lipa, Dance the Night, is from the soundtrack. And now, Barbie fans, wait for it. You can actually rent Barbie's pink, gorgeous dream house, Malibu dream house. Okay, it is on Airbnb. It says the pink mansion includes a, d- a disco roller rink, a giant pink slide and a huge swimming pool. Now, the listing is hosted by Ken and fans of the doll can stay in the mansion free of 
charge. Okay, so you can officially rent the Malibu Barbie Dreamhouse on Airbnb, Airbnb, hosted by Ken. He's trading in his rollerblades and surf shorts to offer fans a one of a kind experience this July at the life sized toy inspired mansion, proving he's more than just Ken. So on the 17th of July, Everyone in Barbie land can request to book Ken's room in Barbie's dream house. So for two individual one night stays for up to two guests. Selected winners will stay at the Pink Mansion in Malibu on the 21st and 22nd free of charge to indulge in all of the Kennergy that the revamped beach home has to offer. So he's renovated this Malibu dream house, you know, he's going to, you know, treat you in, in style. And it's obviously to do with the commemoration and the celebrate the release of Greta Gerwig's Barbie and uh, people are just like <laughs> chomping at the bit for this. Do you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> now it is a competition. You're going to have to, you know, Google this now. Google Malibu Dreamhouse Airbnb and you'll find it and you can request to book. Okay, there's a link where you can request to book Ken's room. But imagine, imagine staying over in the pink glorious Malibu Dreamhouse. I mean, fantastic. Are you going to be going to the Barbie movie? Are you excited about it? I'm very excited about it. Huge fan of Barbie back in the day, but I'm loving where they're going with this story. It's going to be very much tongue-in-cheek, but with a powerful message, I think, uh, behind this as well. So that's coming out July 21st. I will be pre-booking the tickets, that is for sure. There's the chorus, don't say you love me. We love these guys. Renowned hoteliers John and Francis Brennan are searching for hospitality and tourist businesses to take part in the newest series of At Your Service. We're going to find out more about the new series with executive producer at Waddell Media, Maggie Gibson. She's going to join us next. The 11 to 1 show. Are you running a hospitality business? Are you ready to take your facilities to the next level? Well, if so, renowned hoteliers John and Francis Brennan want to hear from you. They are back for a new series of RTE1s at your service and they are searching for people to take part. Joining me now to tell us more is Maggie Gibson. She's executive producer at Waddell Media, the production company behind the show. Maggie, you're very welcome. Oh, thank you very much for having me on. Lovely to speak to you. Great to have you. I mean, look at the Brennans. They are just so iconic. This show is always so much fun. It must be brilliant to work on a show like this. It really is. I mean, I really love it. I've worked on it from the start. Oh, wow. 13 years ago. (laughs) And I I just, I do love it. But every season, it's just, it's a real pleasure and a privilege to work with the Brennans. Like, Francis is just, such great fun and he's just like he is on television he's you know he's a real character and great personality you know so oh, many lucky yeah no he, he he definitely is I've had the pleasure of interviewing him a couple of times and he's just the crack all the time he really is so the guys are coming back for a new series they're on the lookout for hospitality and also kind of people working in the tourism uh, sector that kind of thing to get in touch so what criteria do people need to have for this well, really, we're looking, yeah, as you said, it's hospitality businesses. Now, they can be makeovers, they can be startups, they can be expanding, they can be diversifying. Any, just as long as it's got something to do with hospitality in some element, ser- serving food, drinks, mm-hmm. accommodation, whatever it is. Now, um, we, we basically, we cover a huge range now. Um, we used to be about businesses that were set up and they were sort of, uh, we used to 
use the word struggling, but they're not yeah. like that anymore. Now they can be completely new businesses. Like I said, they can be startups. Um, and it's getting the Brennans in at the start of a business when they're beginning to build their product and making the most of the Brennans advice. Um, they, we do look for places that have their planning in place. Okay. That's really essential because planning can take a long time. Yes, what a nightmare. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it can be. So we really pref- always prefer places with planning per- permission in place. And then we also, again, prefer funds to be in place mm-hmm. because if people are waiting for loans or grants, again, the time scale for those can stretch. So <laughs> it's, it's, again, planning, planning and funds are always good. Okay, so good to have those kind of ready to ready to go. Now, th- yeah, because it's going to delay exactly. everything in terms of yeah. filming, all that sort of stuff as well. And you know, it's kind of it's yeah. an interesting time, I suppose, for the hospitality industry as well, because you know, there's a lot of hotels that might have been accommodating people from Ukraine, and now they're ready to open again as a hotel. You also have, you know, a lot of people clawing back again, I suppose, uh, since COVID times, you know, as well. And I, like you say, there's people that are starting up, so there's a real mix, isn't there? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And um, I mean, one thing I really liked in the last series was we had an agri-tourism business. Yes. Which was an alpaca farm where um, the alpaca farmer was building self-catering cottages on the farm. I remember. Um, And, you know, the alpacas were a big draw anyway, straight away. No, I know he doesn't love an alpaca, <laughs> <laughs> and it was so unusual. I can see why something like that would be very, uh, you know, interesting to the to the likes of the Brennans, you know, to kind of be working with someone like that. I mean, what will stand out now, Maggie? Because you know, you want to make entertaining TV at the same time. Well, I mean, one thing is, I mean, as well as a sort of interesting business, we're always looking for people who aren't shy of the camera. Yes. So you know, they've got they're quite happy to be. On TV, they're quite happy to let their personalities shine, and they're no—they're not shy of the camera. So that's you know that's an important thing, and and that's you know people people love the personal stories. You know the mm. viewers love to know um, you know about the the characters behind the businesses. So that's an important thing. Yes, we do. And we get invested in them then and we want to see them do well. Absolutely. Exactly. So it, it, say for some, for example, if someone's listening in now that fits uh, the criteria that you're looking for, how do they apply? What do they need to do? The best thing is that they can <coughs> email me. Yes. And my, so I'm Maggie and it's just a strange spelling. It's M-A-G-G-I. Mm-hmm. So there's no E, there's no Y. It's M-A-G-G-I. And that's at, and then the company name, the TV company is Wardell Media. Yep. So that's W-A-D-D-E-L-L media dot com. Fantastic. And I'm going to keep that here as well if people want to, to get in touch with us. And so the new series itself, how many episodes are you hoping to shoot of this? There'll be four one hours. So okay. An hour is a lot of time to fill, so we need to projects that have quite a lot of aspects to them. I mean, they don't need to be huge, mm. but they need to, you, you, we need to fill an hour. So that's quite a, a challenge for a very small project. Yes. And think of not only are you going to have the fantastic expertise and advice from the Brennans, but also what a great launching pad or advertisement really for a business out there to be on a series like this. 
Well, I mean, you can't beat the Brennan's advice. Really. Yeah. I mean, over the years working with them, I've you know I've never seen them giving anybody bad advice or advice which would cost them money that they shouldn't be spending. They're very practical. They're very um, and they're very sensible heads. Yes. You know. Yes, and they've so, got a fantastic track record. I mean, look, their their own yeah. portfolio speaks for themselves. It really, really does. Exactly, well, Ma- yeah. well, Maggie, hopefully you'll find somebody in the northeast region. We'd love to see someone local here get onto this series and do well. Yeah. But for now, thank you so, so much for joining me. Oh, thank you very much. It was lovely to talk to you. You too, Maggie. You too. Thanks a million. Uh, Maggie Gibson there. She is on the lookout for people in the hotel industry, hospitality industry. If this is you, if you fit the criteria, you can contact Maggie. So it's Maggie, M-A-G-G-I at Waddell Media. So that's W-A-D-D-E-L-L-Media.com. But we'll keep the details of that here. And who knows, we could be seeing you on the small screen. Fleetwood Mac, go your own way on LMFM's 11 to 1. Now on the way, we are going to be going back in time and a day dedicated to something quite cool. Elton John is over a thousand pairs and Canadian singer Corey Hart only wears his at night. All will be revealed in the Northeast Update next. The 11 to 1 show. We'll be going back to the year 1963 and a US presidential visit. But first, let's go back to 2005. Here's Shakira. Shakira, Shakira. I never really knew that she could dance like this. Yeah. She make a man want to see. No fighting, no fighting, no fighting, no fighting. No fighting. LMFM Northeast Update. With Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy efficient home you're proud of. Call 0818 On this day in 1963, US President John F. Kennedy spent his first full day in Ireland. He was here to visit his ancestral home in Dungannstown, where Patrick Kennedy, his great grandfather, left during the famine in 1848. Now, Elton John is over a thousand pairs. Canadian singer Corey Hart only wears his at night. And you can tell the good guys from the bad guys in the matrix by the shape of theirs. I'm talking about sunglasses. It's sunglasses day. Now apparently the history of sunglasses stretches as far back as the 14th century in China where the story goes that judges of the time would use eyewear made of smoke coloured quartz to mask their emotion listening to cases. Then it wasn't until 1929 when mass produced sunglasses were first marketed by Sam Foster on the beaches by Atlantic City Boardwalk and from then on we've been using them. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Creating the perfect home is a journey. Let us guide you. Visit our Drada, Dundalk and new Navin showrooms. Discover more at senatorwindows.ie. There's Paddy Casey with Livin' on LMFM's 11 to 1. Uh, news at 12 is approaching, but after that, women must be young and slim to fit in. This is the message that the beauty and fashion industry has been peddling for so many years. Stylist Cathy O'Connor is calling for change. She tells me about her Women Unbranded campaign. The 11 to 1 show. Could Ryan Reynolds be headed for the bake-off tent? Well, I've seen photographs that suggest this could be true. Going to reveal details of that. That's on the way. But first, here's Adele. On air, online, on your smart speaker, this is LMFM. That was Adele rolling in the deep. 
For the last little while, we've been running a competition on our Facebook page. It's for the Holyrood in Bulldoran in Donegal. They were re- uh, recently opened their Orchid Spa. It's one of the biggest in Europe. And to celebrate this, they gave us a fabulous two-night break for two people, including accommodation, breakfast each morning, sumptuous four-course dinner, spa treatment, champagne and chocolates on arrival, and full use of their superb leisure facilities. That is some prize and it is going to Emer Breen you are the lucky winner we've selected you as the recipient of that fantastic prize I am so jealous of you do enjoy all of that luxurious treatment that you're going to get there at the Hollywood in Bundoran I'm going to have to check out this new spa the Orchid Spa biggest in Europe Another brilliant prize given away right here on LMFM now um, the greatest great British bake off is getting the Hollywood treatment not Paul Hollywood but Hollywood, like A-list, glitterati, Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively, they were spotted visiting the set of the beloved baking show and have been snapped alongside the judges. So they were posing with photos with Paul Hollywood and Prulith. And uh, alongside a photo of himself and Gossip Girl actress Blake, Paul Hollywood wrote, Sorry, Prue, Blake has taken your seat. Welcome to Cake Corner, Blake. Legend in the tent. Hashtag get baking. Now, what's going on? Does this mean that they're going to kind of feature in a celebrity bake-off. I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't normally air, just the bake-off season just generally doesn't bake, uh, doesn't sort of arrive on our screens until September. Maybe they're just visiting the set for fun because apparently they have bought a new home in Wales because uh, he's obviously working with the Welsh soccer team Wrexham. So I don't know. But uh, exciting times if they do make a little celeb appearance at Bake Off 10. That would be great. And that's the one thing, isn't it, about summer finishing is all the great TV, like the great British Bake Off coming back. Now, we'll have to wait. I don't know what the date is just yet, but I will let you know when Bake Off does come back. Now, time for more celeb news. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Hi, I'm Crossy. T.I. says hip-hop saved his life. The Live Your Life singer attended this year's Bet Awards as the ceremony celebrated 50 years of the genre. Well, I mean, I think it saved my life, you know, without question. Ain't no telling where I would be if I didn't have the opportunity to do what I love for a living. Um, so I think that it, it, it's, it's, it saved my life and the lives of many others. Created a platform, created an a instrument, a tool, a mechanism for people who live in dire circumstances to change the standard of living for themselves and their families for generations. James Norton has spoken about the Bond rumours which have been spread like wildfire this year. James starred as Tommy Lee Royce in Happy Valley. The final series ended only a few months ago. James said, It's a really lovely piece of clickbait media in the UK and anyone can write a story about anything and it will get the most incredible sort of hype around it. So it doesn't sound like he's going to be Bond, eh? Emilia Clark stars alongside Samuel L. Jackson and Olivia Coleman in the new Marvel series Secret Invasion. Emilia says there's a lot of relatable moments on the show. That's the other thing about the show. There's so many wonderful moments to be very human. It's just a dad and a daughter having it out. Yeah. And dad's like, me off again. And he's, you know, dad. And, and she's being, you know, like, one more time. Being a what? 
I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it. I don't want to actually say it. Exactly. It's my being a teenage. Yeah. That's the buzz. I'm Crossy. The buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. And there'll be more buzz later on with Eddie Caffrey. And the buzz in the movie world is that Indiana Jones is coming to cinemas this weekend. I know one movie critic who is very excited about this. And I'm just, you know, I think fair play to Harrison Ford, you know, in 80 years of age and, you know, still donning the fedora and whip and all the rest of it. Indiana Jones Dial of Destiny that will be discussed on Friday in Real Reviews with Niall O'Brien. Now back to the music. Here's Nelly Furtado. You're old. You don't belong. It's a harsh message that the beauty and fashion industry is sending out to women over 40 for decades. Stylist Cathy O'Connor is hoping to change this in her Women Unbranded campaign. She's going to join me to tell us more next. The 11 to 1 show. Young, slim, tanned. This is what we are told sells products. And unfortunately, this is what women see when they look in magazines online or on billboards. A young, slim woman. While some brands like Dove are featuring older, more curvier, realistic bodies, there is a lot more to be done before we see the entire beauty and fashion world becoming more inclusive. My next guest is passionate about promoting these changes. She's giving a voice to women over 40 and beyond through a social awareness campaign that's called Women Unbranded. And with the Women Unbranded campaign. She wants to create awareness and action and she's encouraging women to champion those who are creating a change. I'm delighted to be joined by well-known stylist and broadcaster Cathy O'Connor. She's on the line. How are you getting on, Cathy? Doing great and thank you. What a great intro and thank you so much for having me on the programme. Great to have you. Now, when I see something like Women Unbranded, I mean, that's a powerful name, first of all, for the campaign, Cathy. It certainly grabbed my attention because for so long, I do feel like women have been branded in one way. You must be young and you must be slim. Otherwise, you don't fit in. Sinead, ain't that the truth? And, and you know, I, I kind of came, this, this all came about because I, 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 you know, very experienced in terms of, of styling, being a personal shopper, and it's really my, my privilege to style kind of women in that way. And then at the other end, I would work with brands in terms of uh, style workshops, fashion shows, collaborations. And it became obvious to me that there were so many brands who were disregarding their most valuable customer, and that really is the over 40 woman. Because very often the over 40 woman tends to have brand loyalty and a bit more money just to spend on herself because, you know, her outgoings may have eased off a Mm -hmm. wee bit in terms of children and so forth. So it was it was kind of really obvious that these brands were not talking to their to their their very loyal customer. Yeah, and you've mentioned a key thing there, brand loyalty. You're so right. You know, people, uh, you know, who are very, very loyal to their brands. Like I know people who um, would be in the age group that you're talking about and beyond and would shop in a certain place, you know, all the time, let's say, or would look for a specific uh, designer, as you say. But now when they see, you know, images of younger women wearing the clothes that they feel that they feel comfortable in or want to wear, it creates this sense of, oh, am I invisible to you? You're not catering for me anymore. 
Well, well that's, that is so much the case, Sinead. And, and I think what, what I was, how I noticed this, because over the past kind of couple of years, I've seen kind of new clients. And these were women over 40 and beyond who felt like they'd lost their mojo in mm. some way. They kind of just were feeling a little bit lost, a little bit disconnected in terms of how they present themselves to the world. And it's really, you know, kind of really understandable because we've had years of COVID schlepping around in leggings. <laughs> a, a lot of us have either, you know, lost weight, put on weight during that time. And the working wardrobe that we would have relied on now no longer exists because maybe you're not in an office or you don't need those suits in the same way. And I think quite naturally, we were all looking around for inspiration. So for us to look in magazines, see people who were vaguely in our area era and it's not there. And instead, what happens, Shade, as you've already mentioned at the top, is that the, what we're looking at is significantly younger women, inappropriately young models being used to advertise to us brands that we are loyal to. And I think it absolutely creates this kind of sense of exclusion, which then causes this, this kind of feeling of invisibility. Yeah, and you know, you've, you've, you've hit on something there as well that I see all the time. And, you know, I think particularly for women, you know, like you say, in their 40s, you know, might have children who are maybe grown up, um, but, you know, still have obligations, obviously, to them. And I noticed that their sense, like... Um, I want to say, I don't want to insult women, but, you know, there's a little bit of sort of laziness maybe there. I mean, I do see women who wear just all black or women who are just in, you know, sweats all the time. And I get it because they're busy and they're just putting themselves last. Is that what's going on here? Do you know, I think there is an element of that. And obviously, people with busy lives, um, you know, don't don't necessarily aren't necessarily thinking about this. And also comfort has been become a really Mm. huge thing for all of us. But now. Most most clothes, it's rare to find a piece that isn't comfortable because there's so much like her, there's so much stretch in most things that were offered. And I suppose what can happen for the woman who's over 40, and I mean that over 40 and beyond, is just at a time when she's clocked up a few flying hours, she's got to know herself better because she's come through things in her life, has a better understanding of who she is in the world because she's come through a few things in life, is just when the fashion and beauty world intersect with her and saying, we no longer want to talk mm. to you. And so there can be a kind of an uncertainty about, oh, what should I wear? Because the whole area of age comes in and am I too old for this? Um, what should I be wearing? And there's very little there's very little validation. There's very little positivity around age, like, like virtually none, because what you get is the message from the fashion and beauty world is that our core values are youth and beauty. And once either of those start to fade, please step into the shadows because we will not be talking to you again until we're talking about advanced old age. And then the depiction is one of isolation, ill health. It's so bleak, mm. you know, Sinead, just in terms of how that's portrayed, as if ill health and isolation, that only happens to people who are older. Yeah. God knows, listen, the COVID years, <laughs> yeah. we all experience that in some form or another. You know, so, so the, the connection and the portrayal of age is really not a positive one in any way at all. Oh completely and you know there's there's a certain sense and I don't know if you, you see this like you know I mentioned there there are a couple of brands like Dove who is becoming more inclusive and, and you know we did see say Tom Ford use older models in, in, in his Forever Love collection in 2010 but is there a sense and maybe I'm a bit cynical here now but is there a sense that you know oh we've done that bit it's a bit of a novelty I've ticked that inclusivity box now it's back to what we've always done. 
Do, do you know, I, I think that's, that is so, so very true. And I think there's an awful lot of tokenism that, that when, mm. comes to it, when it comes to it. But I think at a time of extraordinary inclusion, when there have been so many groups who have fought hard for a seat at the table to be included, I think it's our time now to, to step up. And one of the things that I was kind of, I was noticing this, Sinead, and I just thought, OK, is this just something that's happening to my pals or people that I'm exposed to? So I, decided, I did a survey Yes. Just to see if this was a common experience or not. And what was kind of, you know, uh, some of the stats were really amazing. Uh, and my purpose was to find out how much money is this, you know, what's the monetary value mm. of this customer? Because I think that's the only way that brands will start paying attention when they realise this 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 customer is worth a lot of money to us, and also what I wanted to do was find out the language that the words that we want to be associated with, because there are no words for us. There yes. are no words that you know, describe yeah. us in that way, and also who the influences were. And it was amazing to to see that seventy one percent of these women wanted more realistic portrayals. And wow, that's, that's huge, isn't it? In this world of like filters and Instagram. Where we're bombarded with all these like younger social influencers who are you know un- unveiling their halls of clothes and all this sort of stuff. That's oh. really really interesting because it's, it's important to note as well that you surveyed people, women aged thirty five plus, so sort of my age group upwards, which is really yes. interesting. So seventy one percent want a more realistic portrayal. Fantastic. It- yeah, which flies in the face of the portrayals that are out there. And, and like, we get that it's all aspirational. We mm. get that there, there'll always be an element of aspiration in terms of, of beauty and uh, and fashion. But just something that, that, that kind of just closes the gap a wee bit. So, for example, you've got a, a skin, very popular skincare brand who've got a product, Chamberlain Nameless, but formulated for an older skin. Mm-hmm. And instead, what they have, rather than having anyone who's even vaguely a little bit, like visibly older, what they have is a 29-year-old advertising this product. And so for a woman who's in her 40s and 50s or 60s, who's going to invest in this product, she's going, hang on, I've got to look like her. It's never going to happen. This whole thing about anti-aging, anyone who thinks they're going to win the battle against aging is a muppet. (laughs) (laughs) It's happening to us all day, every day. Do do you know, we're not going to win. All we can do, and it's significant, is be the, the best version of ourselves that healthiest version, mm. the freshest up version. And, and I'm not saying that any woman who wants to get the facials, get the injectables, whatever she does to want to make herself feel better about herself is absolutely appropriate. But this kind of notion from the beauty business that we're all chasing youth is erroneous. It's just not true. Yeah. None of us are, are trying to be our 21-year-old versions of ourselves. We're, we're just... I think what we want to do is just look good for us. Yes. Like whatever that, whatever that means to anyone. Do you know, and, and from a commercial point of view, Sinead, this makes absolutely no sense because you would think that, that a, a target group who've got money in their pockets and brand loyalty, you would think that brands would be tripping over themselves to, to make connection and to kind of foster a relationship. And what was extraordinary was that we found that 45% of women spend up to €500 Euro a month on fashion. That's That's huge, yeah. It's a huge amount of money. 61% of them spend up to 500 euro on beauty and treatments. And this, 
this is a target group who are now spending money on themselves. Mm. So this is a group that might have before have spent money on other people, other things. Now, how women tend to be embracing age, and 47% of them were embracing age, was on spending money on themselves. That could be with a gym membership. It could be that they, they, they you know, go for a walk or they, they, they have a facial or they have their nails done, they have a blow dry done, whatever, what, to whatever extent it is. But now they are spending a bit more money on themselves, spending a bit more time on themselves. And it's just really unfortunate that they intersect with fashion and beauty saying, we don't want it. We don't want to be seen to be selling to you. We'll take your money but we don't want to be seen to be yeah. selling to you. Yeah, and it's really, that survey that you conducted is so, so interesting. Like, you know, even uh, a third of the women, as you say, loyal to the brands that feel they best re- represent them. So as you say, this money that they have each month is going to go there. Also, um, a third of women who spoke to to you guys said they are influenced by magazines, so 42% and then influencers, 39 Still such a huge number of people. So why is it that when we open the magazines, we're literally being bombarded with these, you know, crazily youthful looking faces, you know, it's just like, when when is this going to penny drop, you know? Yeah, no, indeed. And and 69 was interesting because 69% were influenced mostly by their friends. Yes. Because I think that's one of the challenges with this target market is that we are not as dedicated to social media as, say, 20-somethings are. And I think we can we can sniff out people who, who really don't have that much integrity when it comes to it. So I think people look to their friends for what's actually working. Oh, I see this on you. It looks mm. great. Maybe I'll, I'll do something for it. But Sinead, I think we're really complicit in our own demise because I think we, we, we and, and that's part of this campaign, is just to highlight, highlight, you know, look around the world. Are, are you seeing yourself? reflected anywhere you go in terms of the boutiques that you, you you kind of support, in terms of the shop you support. And I think once once women kind of become aware of it and, and start to have a choice where they're going, actually, this brand does talk to me, so I will support the people who support me, I think things will really change. And and for me, this, this kind of campaign will work both ways. One in terms of top, but more than anything, about the grassroots. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I would really encourage anyone who wants to get involved, please, please, please contact me because I think, you know, we can all be the difference that makes the difference. This will absolutely start changing from a grassroots level when women start to say, actually, do you know what? I, I'm, 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 I'm kind of highlighting this and I'm awake to the choices that I have now. Absolutely. And that I was going to just ask you what, what your hopes kind of for the future for this. So people coming together with regards to, you know, you're so well known and respected in the, when the industry, Cathy, are you hoping that brands will listen to you? Absolutely. And and we'd be delighted to kind of collaborate with brands. And again, I'd really like this campaign to be one of absolute positivity. I don't want it to be a finger wagging. Mm. You better pay attention to us or else. Because, you know, women have so much, the over 40 woman has so much to offer in terms of wisdom, in terms of experience and in terms of that liberation. There's a real liberation that comes as you get older because you just don't sweat the small stuff in the same way. 
side, you might have done. But when you're when you're younger, you know. So I'd really love, and it is about a kind of celebration of of women and their style. And so, you know, for example, um, I've I've had Zoom meetings with with women already, and tapping into these incredibly accomplished, passionate women who are interested in creating change. Uh, and and just in a very small way, you know, I now have women sending me photographs of themselves, not in wedding wear, not going to the races, nothing like that but just women who are going you know what here I am I love my style and I will keep on putting out reels of real Mm. women who are just up in their own game just for themselves when it's not about impressing someone else it's just about anything that makes us feel better more confident in ourselves is to be applauded and sometimes that can be Robin in my leggings I made a bit of an effort today just for me and it's it's that kind of sense of visibility and encouragement and confidence because I think for me style is all about self-expression and when you're wearing things that make you feel you know what I feel really good in this because this is me I, I just feel great and more confident this that's what it's all about yeah I read something there recently where you say the the best thing that's in your wardrobe is attitude which I absolutely love (laughs) I love that I really do it's fantastic it really really is so how can people get in touch with you Cathy because you know this as I say is is a campaign it's just launched you're very much going to be behind this for the next while until change does start to happen so how can people get in touch Thank you, thank you so much, uh, Sinead. So they can get in touch on my Instagram, yep. with it, which is Kathy OC Stylist, C A T H Y O C Stylist, or send an email to Women Unbranded Twenty Twenty Three at Gmail. And um, you can find me anywhere, and I'll absolutely respond. Uh, and it, it really is for me about grassroots. All of us making each other feel more confident, feel more included, feel more included that will, things will, will start to change. And also, Sinead, this is not just for, for me and, and people of my, my era. I think it's really important that for the generations who are coming up behind us, mm. that, that women over 40 are visible because when they see us out there rocking our stuff, uh, you know, mm-hmm. at whatever age, I think it's really encouraging that in a way it's almost like a blueprint for for women who are younger because otherwise what age they won't understand the value of getting older they won't understand what age is because we're simply not visible and then it starts creating anxiety for them in terms of getting older which should not be the case Oh completely I couldn't agree with you more Cathy it is a fantastic campaign I'm wishing you the best of luck with it thank you so much for joining me Thank you so much Sinead for your support Women Unbranded 2023 at gmail.com. That's the email. And also you can find Kathy on Instagram. She's Kathy OC Stylist on Instagram. And it's important conversation. I, I applaud her for raising awareness of this. And uh, hopefully, hopefully, slowly but surely, we will see change. But as Kathy says there, it has to come from all of us. So it has to be sort of women's, you know, taking charge of this and kind of saying, This brand doesn't represent who I am. I'm going to be a bit vocal about this maybe as well. And it's about leading the the charge with regards to all of this. Fantastic campaign and here's hoping it does change a lot of things. Going to take a quick break and we're back with music from Miley Cyrus. The 11 to 1 show with Gilmore. 
Just want to let you know that the Northeast Business Excellence Awards for 2023 have just been launched. So if you're interested in entering your business, you can check out businessexcellenceawards.ie. There's an online briefing as well this Thursday morning at 9.30am. So that's going to be very helpful, providing guidance and tips on how to submit an entry with the best chance of success. So for more details and to register for that briefing, which is on Thursday morning, you can visit businessexcellenceawards.ie. We were good. We were good. Miley Cyrus with Flowers have got music from Picture This on the Way right after Jobs. LMFM Job Search with Local Heroes, backed by Board Gosh Energy. Win All Ireland Senior Hurling Final Tickets with new boiler installations. T's and C's apply. See localheroes.ie. Alfco Farm Services Limited, they require a full-time retail shop assistant in the trim area. If you are interested, please send your CV to Ronan at alfco.ie. Douglas Nurseries and Horticultural Services Limited require landscape operatives based in RD area. To apply, email info at douglaslandscaping.ie. Ashburn Tire Centre Limited require tire fitters for a very busy depot. To apply, please email accounts at ashburntirecentre.ie. Don't forget all of the details of those jobs can be found on our local job section on lmfm.ie. LMFM Job Search with Local Heroes backed by Bordgosh Energy for gas boilers, heat pumps and electric vehicle charge point installation. Visit localheroes.ie Fans are just chomping at the bit to hear about new music from Picture This and I have a little treat in store because I've found out some information about the new music. So Picture This have released a new video which pays homage to their beloved hometown of Ireland. The song is entitled Ireland and it's part of a new bundle track which is featuring a new single as well called Red Lights uh, which sounds absolutely amazing. So Red Lights and Ireland that's going to be part of their upcoming long-awaited fourth studio album which is called Parked Car Conversations so they released this video and it's got everything like that really tourism Ireland is going to love you've got a fantastic sweeping shots of them on the cliffs of Moher you have them singing along in pubs and going surfing and playing football on the beach that kind of thing driving with the windows down real road trip sort of vibes would you like to hear a little taster of Picture This Ireland of course you would here it is just for you Oh, I'm loving that. I am loving that. Picture this, Ireland, new music. It's on the way. Picture this, fans. And I know we have to wait until, isn't it October or something, that they're playing in Dublin. But there you go. Nice little taster. The 11 to 1 show. Almost my lot on the show for today, but I think I've got time to squeeze in some boys on for you here. They are no matter what on LMFM's 11 to 1. That's all that matters now, no matter. Coming up on tomorrow's show, is your house in need of a clear out? Does the thought of clearing the drawers just seem too huge a task? Well, the tidy queen 
is going to be with us tomorrow. The declutterer, personal organisers, Chloe Litchfield. She's going to be joining me on tomorrow's show. That is my lot for today. Thank you so much for your company as always. Stay with us for Jerry Kelly on the way at half one. He's talking about takeaways. But for me, that's goodbye. Talk to you tomorrow. The 11 to 1 show. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.